The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Hello, how are you getting on? We've already witnessed some incredible things and there's loads more to come. Here are the events where there are gold medals today. Archery, artistic gymnastics, canoe slalom, mountain bike, diving, fencing, judo, shooting, skateboarding, swimming, table tennis, taekwondo, triathlon and weightlifting. And coming up on the podcast today, we've got Olympic champion Laurie Hernandez giving us the lowdown on what to keep an eye out for in the women's gymnastics. And Somalian boxer Ramla Ali hopes to inspire a generation of women into sport. But first... British diver Tom Daly is simply a sporting megastar in the UK. The two-time Olympic medalist is going to his fourth Olympic Games with a new diving partner in the 10-metre synchro, Matty Lee. They've been in fine form recently. Could it be gold this time? What kind of lessons have you learned from the past and how kind of you're, you're implementing them at this point? current time i mean this is definitely going to be the most different olympic games out of my uh the three that i've done previously and you know every olympic games is so different anyway but like 2008 i was the youngest on the team i didn't really know what i was getting myself into i was just all about the experience and soaking it up and then london 2012 competing in front of a home crowd and that the pressure that came with that and then 2016 where i felt like i was at my best point you know in my diving career um but with so much pressure but now as a parent a husband and being able to have that perspective i'm just excited to i just we just feel very lucky that it's even going ahead in the first place and matty it's been such a long time coming hasn't it it must just feel like a, a big relief basically yeah honestly like i you know the, the scary thing was when we didn't know it was going to happen very scary period for everyone in the world really and especially athletes um but it's finally so good to be able to be like, yeah, I'm going. So year on, who cares? I've got a year extra training. So it's just a benefit really. And I'm so excited to finally go. And so it's been quite the year for everybody, but it's been quite successful for you. Could you just explain what you've been up to and how it's quite exciting actually? Yeah, so me and Tom, had, well, the team headed out to Tokyo for the World Cup and it was a bit of a test event for the Olympics as well. Um, and me and Tom, managed to well win we won the prelim and then we also won the final uh, so we got a world cup gold medal um which was really good to come away with that um and then straight from there we headed to budapest for the european championships and we managed to come away with uh with a gold medal uh a, a new personal best for both of us and a british record so it's been pretty good so far and Matty just seems super relaxed, like very excited. And I think that's so different to the past where there seems to be like this ridiculous amount of pressure. You could feel it, it was like physical pressure, basically. Yeah. Now that doesn't seem to be the case. It's a, I think this, I think something that the pandemic has taught so many people is that things can change and your plans can go out the window and to never ever take anything for granted. And I think that in itself has just allowed people to relax a little bit into an Olympic Games because you actually realise what actually matters most. And obviously, at the end of the day, this is a sports competition. We're not saving anyone's lives. And I think that's what I think people are starting to understand in that perspective. And you're like, okay, 
I'm actually doing this because I love to do it and I'm good at it and I want to perform my best. And it just allows people to realign the way they think about it. And I think what's nice as well is, and I'm not, you know, trying to inflate your ego here, but you are a mega star in the UK, you know, like, and you've been successful as a diver for a long time now. But yet you're still super patient with everybody, you know, like taking a photo and, you know, like that fame aspect as well. I mean, is that something that you feel you've grown into and, and feel very comfortable with now? I just always put myself back into my shoes as if I was a young kid going up to like the likes of, I used to go up to Leon Taylor, a uh, diver, Peter Waterfield, who I ended up doing synchro with. Like all of these divers I used to go up to and just admire and want to have photos and ask questions. Like if I can pass on any advice to anyone that comes up and asks if of how to become an Olympian or what they can do with their diving, I want to be able to help because I think that's something that's really important to be able to give back. You know, it's not that long now till Paris 2024 as well. I mean, some of the people when you ask them, it's like, well, you know, may as well. Is that something that's crept into your... Uh... It's kind of like one of those, it's one of those things that we've never had a three-year Olympic cycle before. So it's, you know... It's like one of those things that, oh, you know, four years seems like a really long time. Three years is basically one year and then the Olympic qualification starts. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I've always said I'll carry on as long as my body will let me. So after a little bit of a break after 2020, I'll see how we go. <laughs> you know, why not? Why not? Make it number five. <laughs> <laughs> and going back to kind of when you were growing up, is there a kind of an Olympic memory or a first thing to do with the Olympics that really sticks in your mind and you thought, you know what, I'd like to be a part of that one day. Um, yeah, my, my, my most, like the biggest, well, I could, I can barely remember like watching 2008 because um, I was quite young then, but like, I think it was 2012, like, with it being here, I even came to watch some of the diving as well. So lucky enough to come and watch that. And I think like, like from then on, I was like, this is like what I want to do. And the, uh, the same year, 2012, I, that's when I first did my um, first junior international. And I came with, like I was junior European champion. So I was like, oh, like maybe I could actually finally get to the Olympics or whatever. So that's my, like, my earliest memory. And it's obviously, I mean, it's, it always gets talked about when you're younger. Like when you do a sport, that's mainly what the main thing is. Um, so I've always dreamt of it. Um, and uh, luckily, um, I've almost made that dream into reality. And of course, it's about the process. It always is about the process. But what is would be the goal what would be the dream outcome for uh, tokyo 2020 obviously you, you know everyone's dream outcome um and i don't have to say that but we me, me and tom in the synchro event we're, we're very happy with where we're at right now um with like even though we got a pb in Euro, at the europeans like we still had room for improvement and that's great like you always want to be striving for more um and i just want to make sure when we get to the end of the board in uh, in tokyo that i have put every ounce and what have you into my training that I know I'll be ready for, for what's to come and I have no regrets. I hope I win gold it but you know for me I just got to get there get to the start line in one piece and then we'll see what happens from there. And I don't suppose you saw Simone Biles doing that dive over last year did you? Did I did you, did she do it off like a, a piece I've of decking? Hold that thought. I think I did see yes I know I, I I need to get Simone Biles in a diving pool that's that's what we need to do post Tokyo is get her diving because I mean obviously she'd be a really good diver because you know she can already do somersaults that's a massive that's one of the things that happens with gymnastics that they transition into diving so you never know in 2024 she might be diving <laughs> it's pretty impressive isn't it 
Like usually people are scared of like, even if, even though gymnastics is off flips and twists, like usually they'll be scared of water and it's quite high. Can't lie to you, that's, that's like three, four meters. Um, but yeah, no, she should probably, she'd probably be a great diver, to be honest. <laughs> she should give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, and it's less, it's less hassle than gymnastics, let's face it. It's all yeah. kind of, you know, it's, it's over a bit quicker, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you and know? you've got water to land on instead of just solid ground. <laughs> so it probably hurt a bit less. Olympic Channel Podcast. Tom and Matty are in action on the 10-meter synchro today. Good luck, boys. Now, we all know that Simone Biles of the USA is expected to dominate in the artistic gymnastics. What else should we have our eye on? Now, who better to speak to and seek a little bit of advice from than Olympic champion gymnast Laurie Hernandez? For gymnastics, um, a few things that you should watch out for. One, um, underrated Suni Sili, not underrated, but also like underrated. Um, her bars are just mind blowing. She is to bars what Simone is to floor. And I do think that that doesn't get enough credit. Like people are raving about it that, you know, gym fans do rave about it, but I want to see it like globally i want that energy to get to her um she's also a very strong all-arounder so like we should be keeping an eye on that obviously simone is somebody to watch out for i think um just for pleasure's sake like what she does is just so entertaining to the eye it's you only see that stuff in like video games you know you never see somebody do it as a human being so um she's a great one to watch of course um, and then team finals. This is our first Olympic Games where we have four athletes instead of five. It is, I think, our last Olympic Games where we have four athletes instead of five because <laughs> so many people complained about it. Um, but watching, you know, a dynamic of four, this is the low, the smallest team that I think we've had at a women's gymnastics Olympic Games. So um, that dynamic is, is going to be fun to watch. And um Aside from that, just being able to watch countries um, after being in lockdown for so long, a lot of people think, and like this was my case, was that like we gained an extra year and we made so much progress and like it was helpful. Um, whereas like internationally, most countries like shut down for like six months or however long. That takes a really big chunk off of training and um, could definitely affect some of the performances that we see this summer. So showing some empathy to the athletes and also just like praising them for doing such great gymnastics. That's going to be, um, that's going to be fun. Olympic Channel Podcast. Right, just before we go, the boxing so far has been pretty epic already. But there's a woman fighting on Monday who's beaten all the odds to make it to Tokyo 2020. Ramla Ali represents Somalia, the country where she was born. And as a youngster, she fled Somalia and became a refugee in London. She discovered boxing, but kept her successful amateur career a secret from her family for ages. Now she's about to become an Olympian. We did an amazing podcast with her. Here's a clip. Yes, boxing is quite a selfish sport. It's an individual sport, but like I, you need to look at it in the in a in a bigger light. Like you sometimes have to be selfless. So you have to if if you can inspire another, let's say Ramla in Somalia to take up boxing, then you've done your job very well. Like yes, it's great to win titles and medals and things like that but if you can inspire a whole new generation of girls in Africa to take up not just boxing but to take up sport then you've you've done so much 
you can watch Ramla fight on Monday. She's in the women's feather category. It's the round of 16 and she's against Maria Nachita. I really cannot wait. Okay, that is it for now. Stay safe, stronger together, and we'll see you tomorrow. Think, Think like an Olympian. Olympian.